Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. When you are an entrepreneur, everything's on you, even when it's not your fault. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach too. Hey you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game, DreOldDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why you may not want to be an entrepreneur, maybe why you don't want to get into this game. Now, before we get into that, first of all, let me tell you, I have a daily motivation text message that I send out for free to everyone who is in my texting community. So if you would like to get a message that's going to keep you focused, sharp, and on point every single day, all you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out the daily motivation, since you're on my list, you will be a recipient of that message. So text me right now so you don't forget and you are getting that daily motivation starting with the very next one that I send out. So let's get into this topic here today. Three reasons why you may not want to be an entrepreneur. Now, while I am an advocate, of course, you know, I'm an advocate of entrepreneurship. I talk about it all the time. I have even gone as far as to say that I believe in the future, a lot of people are going to be, everybody's going to be an entrepreneur because that's the way you're going to start getting paid. Any of you who has a job right now, you're in any line of work where you are on a salary, which means you just get paid regardless of how good or bad your work is. Or you get paid by the hour, which means every time you put in a certain unit of time, you make a certain amount of money. I believe in the future, all of that's going away. I'm talking about within our lifetimes, the majority of that, not all of it, but a good amount of it is going to be going away. You're not going to be paid just by showing up and you're not going to get paid a certain amount of money just because you have the job. You're only going to get paid based on how you perform. And I consider that to be entrepreneurship. That's how entrepreneurship is. You get paid based on what you're able to actually get done. And I've talked about entrepreneurship in so many episodes of the show, I can't even list them all. But the last time I talked about was episode 2256, how you have to have balls if you're going to be an entrepreneur. In episode 1933, I talked about the real job of an entrepreneur. In episode 1919, 
four key attributes for entrepreneurship. If you haven't listened to those, they are listed down below. You can always, as usual, go to workonyourgamepodcast.com to get access to all of the episodes that have ever come out in the history of this show. So I am an advocate of entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs overall. But at the same time, there are some reasons that some of us should not get into the world of entrepreneurship. And today I'm going to go into those to make sure that you are not putting yourself in a situation that is just not suited for you or that you are not suited for is actually the better way of saying it. So let's get into it. Point number one topic today is three reasons why you should not become an entrepreneur. And we have three reasons here. One, two, three. Yeah, three. I may come up with more while I'm talking, but we'll just say we got three. Number one, you want limited responsibility. If you want your responsibilities to be limited, you should not become an entrepreneur. As an entrepreneur, when you are one, you are fully responsible for everything that happens in your organization, even if you are not the one who did it, even if you took somebody else's bad advice that led you to the situation, even if someone else did something that put you into a bad situation, you are still 100% responsible for the situation. And understand something. In the work on your game world, I don't care what you do for a living. You don't even have to have a job. Everything that I just said here applies to you as well in the work on your game sense of things. But in the business sense, this is 100% true. But in the life sense, if you're following the work on your game philosophy, this applies just as well outside of anything that involves money. You are fully responsible for everything that's happening in your organization being you, your life. Even if you didn't do it, even if somebody else's advice led you to the bad spot, even if somebody else's actions put you in a bad spot. One of the things an entrepreneur does by definition, is you take on greater than normal risk, financially, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially. That's what an entrepreneur does. It's one of the things that separates entrepreneurs from any other line of work is the risk that you take on in doing it. There's no risk in taking on, you get hired for a job, there's no risk because you don't have to put anything up in order to get into the game. But to be an entrepreneur, you got to put something up, whether it's your time, it's your reputation, it's your money in order to get into the game. And then once you get into the game, you have to keep doing it to stay in the game. As an entrepreneur these days, today, I'll tell you, I, I did an episode not too long ago where I was telling you about the tools that I use. All of those were investments. I had to put something up in order to get the tool. Then I got to find a way to use the tool. And then I got to figure out a way to turn that the use of that tool into a return on investment. But I got to put out first and before I get to take in. Uh, that's part of being an entrepreneur. This is the job of the game. This is why the government gives entrepreneurs tax breaks, at least here in the United States, they do is because we are taking on a role that most people simply do not want to take on and simply should not. Many people should not get into this game. But again, as I said, in the future, everybody's going to be forced into this game, whether you want to be in it or not. When you are an entrepreneur, everything's on you, even when it's not your fault. If you are not interested in accepting that statement, then this gig is not for you. And you can just hold on as long as you can until the gig is forced upon you, in which, again, according to my estimation, at some point it will be. Let me say that statement again, just to make sure everybody knows where I'm coming from. When you are an entrepreneur, everything is on you, even when it is not your fault. If you are not interested in that kind of lifestyle, this is not the gig for you. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is three reasons why you should not become an entrepreneur. Number two, you don't like to sell. If you do not like to sell, you should not be an entrepreneur. All right, actually, you need to sell to do everything in life to get a date, to get a job, to make friends, to get somebody to follow you on Facebook, you need to sell. What is selling? 
dictionary definition of selling is to give or hand over something in exchange for money. That's the business definition. Another definition of selling is to persuade someone of the merits of a thing that is selling. You know, when I talked about selling 101 training that I have inside of Work On Your Game University, is first of all, identify a need that somebody has. Secondly, obtain or create the solution to that need. Third, explain the merits of the values and the benefits of your solution. And fourth, you have to close. You have to actually ask for the sale. That's why we talked about closing a couple of days ago here on the show. If you don't like selling or you think you suck at it or you just hate it or you're embarrassed to even try, then you shouldn't become an entrepreneur. Or another way you can look at that is if you don't like selling or you suck at it or you're embarrassed to do it, then you should learn how to so that you can flourish as an entrepreneur. All right, just because you don't like something or you're not good at it or you think you're terrible at it or the last time you tried it, you just crashed and burned. doesn't mean you can't get better at it. I mean, you can suck at something and get better at it. I sucked at basketball when I first started and then I became a professional athlete. So it's not like sucking at something means you are precluded from ever doing the thing. It just means you need to work on your game and get better at it. While understand all of us is a salesperson on some level in life, the thing is, some of you are unconscious salespeople and you've sold yourself on things that you probably don't want to be sold on, things that you should probably return to sender and get a refund. Some of you are really good at selling yourself in terms of if you have a lot of friends, you have a lot of contacts, you're one of those people who's kind of a connector. You're a good salesperson when it comes to selling yourself as a person to be known by other people. If you're an entrepreneur, you got to be good at selling whatever your product or service or offer happens to be. If you have the kind of relationship that you want, intimate relationship, then you're a good salesperson, at least to that person that you sold to. You only got one customer, which is your significant other. You did a good job of selling yourself to that person. If you have a job, you sold yourself to that company or to that boss and the person who hired you. Any of you who is good at not believing in yourself, second guessing yourself, procrastinating, not doing the things that you want to do, just not having confidence. You're good at selling yourself on bad stuff. You sold yourself on things that are slowing you down and keeping you from getting you to your success. Understand you weren't born that way. You taught yourself that way of thinking or it was handed to you. You adopted it and you kept saying it to yourself. So someone sold it to you and then you kept selling yourself on it. Because remember, what you say to you is 10 times more valuable than what I or anyone else says to you. So every one of us is a good salesperson at something. You want to know what you're good at selling yourself on or selling, period? Just look at your life. Look at the results that you're getting over and over and over again. The things that are perpetuating in your life, that's what you're good at selling. Because those are the things you keep getting over and over again. You have sold yourself on those things mentally, and then they manifest themselves through your actions. Be, do, have. Everybody's a salesperson on some levels. But there are places where your sales responsibilities can be limited. So if you get a job, for example, you only have to sell as far as it is necessary for you to get hired for the job, then you just have to do your job. Now, technically, doing your job every day is a sale within itself because you're selling the company on, hey, keep me around because look how well I'm doing this job. You may not have to actually do any direct sales while you're in the job, depending on what kind of job it is. But you're not selling the same way as an entrepreneur has. As an entrepreneur, you are always selling. Now, your job is selling 24 hours a day. You're always selling something. You are selling your customers and clients on your products and services. That's the level of sales that most people understand. But you are also, as an entrepreneur, you got to sell your staff. You got to sell your staff on doing their job and continuing to do it at a high level, even though they are getting paid regardless of whether they do a good job or not, right? Because they're on your payroll. You have to pay them no matter what. You got to sell the larger marketplace on the fact that you are someone to be paid attention to and that someone should come over to your place to buy the commodities that they're going to buy rather than buying it from the other guy. You have to sell just to establish yourself as someone who even exists in the game in the first place. 
So if you are not good at sewing or you hate sewing or you just have some negative ideas in your mind about sewing that was taught to you by some school teacher or one of your parents, what you need to do is develop some baseline skills because you will need sales abilities to move ahead in life and in business. You must be good at selling. You want to move on in life. Anyone who's good at what they do in life has gotten good at sales, guaranteed. So if you go look around at the most successful people that you know, however you define success, you will note that they're all really good at selling. They're usually good at selling on many different levels, whether that's selling relationally, meaning they can get people to know, like, and trust them, whether they're good at actually selling transactionally, meaning they can exchange a offer and offer for money. They can actually get money out of people because they're offering them something of value that that person wants and they're able to communicate the value of that thing such that people want to give them money for the thing. They're usually good at those kinds of sales. And they're also, here's the other thing they're good at, they're good at selling themselves on the mentality, the mindset, and the approach that they need to have. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to do a whole episode just on that that I just said. And I'm going to take a note on it before I forget it while I'm talking about that. So three things successful. So look out for this episode. It's coming soon. Three things successful people are good at selling. So number one, as I just told you, they can sell relationally. They can sell transactionally. So you are seeing right now, you are witnessing how the Work On Your Game Masterclass happens and how we keep these episodes coming transactionally. And number three, they're good at selling to themselves. We'll just call it that unless I come up with a better name. So look out for this episode is coming soon. So there, just got a new idea for episode of the show right there. So the thing about most successful people that you know, because so go talk to them, go call them. The most successful person you know who you can actually reach and have a conversation with and ask them, what are you really good at selling? And they'll have answers and they'll start telling you things. They might not use these exact terms, but I guarantee you, they'll say something around the concept of they're good at building relationships and dealing with other people. That's one way of selling. They're good at actually selling when it comes to um, like brass tacks, like how do we actually get the money? Because if you consider somebody successful, you probably part of that probably has something to do with how much money they make and the fact that they're generating business because we all need money to live, even if money is not your main driving force. And they're good at selling themselves. In other words, discipline, confidence, mental toughness, personal initiative. You got to sell yourself to do these things. You got to sell yourself to show up every day, to believe in yourself, to keep going when things don't work and to move yourself to action when it's time to take action. Like, you see how that is all sales? So if you don't like selling, then actually you probably have some challenges with just creating success, period, in your life, let alone being an entrepreneur. But if you don't like selling, you can get better at it. That's the good thing about it. Okay, the good thing about selling is that if you don't like it, or you suck at it, or whatever you think your problem is with selling, or somebody gave you some negative ideas about it, probably a person who's not very successful, and you adopted those ideas, the good thing is you can change. You could do something about it, but you must first identify that this is a need. And that's why this episode exists, for you to understand that this is a need. So develop some baseline skills when it comes to selling. Take some classes on selling. I told you about Zig Ziglar, Secrets to Closing the Sale. You should be listening to that or reading it or watching it already because I already told you about it. So if you don't like selling and you're still negative about selling, even after everything that I just said, don't get into entrepreneurship or go find somebody who does like selling. Here's something you can do to fill the gap. Find someone who does like selling and let them be the salesperson for your business. And you could be behind the scenes doing stuff that doesn't require sales skills. But your business is going nowhere without a very good, 
very committed salesperson doing the selling. And I'm talking about every day. Point number three. Today's topic, again, is why you should not go into entrepreneurship. Number three is if you want to clock in at nine o'clock and you want to clock out at five o'clock. If that's what you want to do, if that's the life that you want to live, don't get into entrepreneurship. Now, let me offer a disclaimer here. Is it possible you can be an entrepreneur and run a business and clock in at nine and clock out at five? Yes, it is. Are there entrepreneurs out there right now who clock in at nine and clock out at five? Yes, there are. Maybe some of you are listening to this show right now. And let me be clear here also. A caveat to the caveat. The reason that those people got to that point, I guarantee you they didn't start out clocking in at nine and clocking out at five. So if you know an entrepreneur who gets in at nine and leaves at five, in other words, the reason I'm giving this nine to five thing is it's a metaphor for work-life balance. So if you want work-life balance, do not start an entrepreneurial venture because you will not have work-life balance when you're starting an entrepreneurial venture. It simply doesn't work that way. Now, you can get there. But it will take time because you'll have to put processes and systems and all kinds of stuff and people, most importantly, in place who can do the things that you won't be doing so that you can know that you can start work at nine and leave at five every single day. But if work-life balance is what you're after, entrepreneurship is not the place to get it. All right, The place to get that is to go get yourself employment at a company that already has the systems and processes in place and you can simply be a cog in the system. But if you start an entrepreneurial venture, you are the system. All right, You are the whole thing at least when you get first get started, even when you have people working for you. So one reason that drives many people into entrepreneurship is the ability to call your own shots, do your own thing, be your own boss, make your own schedule, et cetera. But one thing that you don't get told up front when you jump into the entrepreneurship world is that you will actually be working twice as much when you're doing your own thing than you would have been had you just went and got yourself a job employment at somebody else's company. As an entrepreneur, you could technically work 24 hours a day because there's always something that could be getting done. The only reason many of us entrepreneurs don't work 24 hours a day is because we got families and kids and because we have to sleep. You know, biology requires that we go to sleep every now and then. That's the only reason most of us don't work 24 hours a day. But I guarantee you every day when an entrepreneur leaves work or they close their laptop or whatever they stop doing, I guarantee you there's a bunch of things that they could be doing if they didn't have other stuff that they had to do that was required by you no know, biology and by life and et cetera, et cetera. Every entrepreneur in the room, holler if you hear me, or you know exactly what I'm talking about. So even if you do clock in at nine and clock out at five as an entrepreneur, because you're just deciding that's what you're going to do, your mind's not going to stop thinking about the things that need to be done that have not yet been done because there is always is something. All right? Your list is never complete. This does not happen when you're working at most jobs. All right? At a job, it is possible, possible, not always, but possible, that you could clear out, you could have all your duties done and everything is done. And tomorrow you have a brand new set of to do's and there is nothing hanging over from the previous day. An entrepreneurship that will never, ever happen. Never. All right, even the biggest company in the world, Apple, Amazon, they never get done everything that needs to get done. There's always something else that could be done. Doesn't mean you have to stay there until it's done, but there's always something else to do. So at many jobs, your duties are clearly laid out. You know, when you have completed what's necessary for the day, you can say, all right, I'm done my work for the day. I remember I was doing some business for a company once. I'm not going to say the name of the company, but I was doing some business for a company and I was dealing with consistently some people who worked for the company. I was an outside contractor, but I was dealing with these people and they were kind of joking with each other one day. And one of the guys said, well, look, you don't want to get all your work done too fast because then in the second half of the day, you're not going to be able to make yourself look busy as if you got work to do because you got everything done. So you got to kind of pace yourself and getting all your work done. See, you can have that kind of setup possibly at a job. You will never have that kind of setup at a business ever. 
And when you have a job, you can leave work and forget about the work. As an entrepreneur, you can leave the office, but you won't forget about anything because the entire operation is yours. That is not to say the work-life balance is impossible when you're an entrepreneur, but it's harder when you're an entrepreneur. And when you're first starting, you ain't getting no work-life balance. All right, so if you want work-life balance, don't start a business. It will take much more work to achieve it as an entrepreneur because you have to create the entire structure that allows for it. At a job, the structure may already exist. So you'll know exactly when to start and when you're done at a job. But at a business, you're never done. All right, it's always going or until you sell it. You sell your business or you shut it down, then you're done. But other than that, Oh, it's never over. So all that said, let's recap today's class, which is three reasons why you may not want to become an entrepreneur. Why I am an advocate of entrepreneurship. I'm an active participant in entrepreneurship. Doesn't mean everybody should get into it. And there are three reasons why. Number one, you want limited responsibility. As an entrepreneur, everything is your responsibility. Financially, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, socially, you are taking on greater than normal risk as it is in these spaces. And everything is on you in all of these spaces. So when you're an entrepreneur, everything's on you, even when it's not your fault. If you don't agree with that, this game is not for you. Number two, you don't like to sell. Everything in life is sales. Sales is simply persuasion and influence. If you don't like to persuade and influence people, I can guess that you probably don't haven't created much success for yourself in life because to get what you want in life, you must persuade and influence whether we're talking about money or not. But in the business world, you must always be persuading and influencing to get people to do things, not because they wouldn't do it without you, but because they might have other options besides you for doing the exact same thing. You're a personal trainer. You might not be the only one in the world, but why should I choose you instead of the guy next door? Well, you got to persuade and influence me as to why that is. And if you don't want to get into that game, entrepreneurship is not for you. Entrepreneurship is all persuasion and influence all day, every day, not only with your customers, but also with your staff and with the wider marketplace. And number three, you want to clock in at nine o'clock out at five. I'm not saying that it's impossible to achieve work-life balance as an entrepreneur. What I'm saying is, if you want work-life balance right now today, do not start a business right now today because that's not going to happen. You can get work-life balance as an entrepreneur, but you must create the entire structure in order to have it. Whereas if you go get yourself employment, a job, the work-life balance, the structure that allows for work-life balance is already in place before you show up. But in a business, it's not in place because, hey, did you create it yet? No. Okay. Then it's not there. All right, it's not there until you make it. So that's the thing you need to understand about stepping into the business world. It can be very rewarding, but a lot of people start businesses because they want to call their own shots and do their own thing. Understand that doing your own thing will require twice as much time, effort, attention, energy, and focus and money than going and working for somebody else. So just know what you're stepping into when you get into the game. So the big reason why a lot of people shouldn't get into entrepreneurship because you simply don't know what you're stepping into. But hopefully what I've shared here today will provide some clarity and shed some light on the situation so you know what you are signing up for. All that said, text me so you can get my daily motivation for free every day straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And at workonyourgameuniversity.com, that's where you can get access to my Work On Your Game system. It's a nine-part system that shows you how to develop your game, show your game, and create ROI for your game so you can actually get paid for the value that you bring to the marketplace. If that sounds like I'm speaking your language, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com and you can work with me directly in my coaching programs. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.